Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, and welcome to History Dweebs. I am Tim, and the topic of our podcast today is the Casanova Killer, serial killer Gene Edward Rogers. Uh, he killed a bunch of people back in the 80s and 90s, and uh, in addition, uh, he claims to have uh, taken part in the Nicole Simpson Brown and... Uh, Nicole Go- Brown Simpson? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I know. And the Ron Goldman. Murders. You haven't been introduced. <laughs> He's got a point, and neither of you. This is my segment. I can say anything I want. It's Timmy time. Timmy time. Okay. Timmy time. You got the pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do the typewriter here. Okay, so we're going to talk about Glenn Edward Rogers and his dastardly deeds. But before we do, let me introduce our panel. We are very pleased to have back with us today... They love very lovely and talented. The Queen of Mean, the Empress of Evil, the Mistress of the Macabre, Pill Poppin', Peanuts Lovin', Brandy. Welcome back, Brandy. Hi, Timmy. Thank you. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Have you been uh, popping pills and loving penises lately? <laughs> <laughs> I've been popping a lot of pills, Timmy. Have you? <laughs> I have. I have. Uh, I've been I've been uh, registering all the complaints about the podcast since I've been gone. Well, I've registered those. I've written them down. I, I, you're the ones that's, you're the one who's leaving us the bad reviews on <laughs> iTunes. Well, I, I take it. You know, I you did uh, not like <clears throat> Sophie Show. I, don't I know cannot yet. confirm nor deny. I, I don't know how you cannot like Sophie Show and. Rhinelander, Alice Rhinelander. Rhinelander was a beautiful one. It was a beautiful story. It was, it was but a beautiful she story. has a heart of uh, uh, she has a heart of stone. Yeah. You know those, but that, you're not been introduced. You haven't been introduced. This, this is my segment. This is Brandy time. Brandy time. <laughs> That's right. So Brandy, uh, I know you were off for a couple of weeks. We've missed you. Uh, I mean, and uh, I know you. It wasn't for a good reason. I mean, it was a uh, sad reason why you were off. But we're glad you're back. Thank you. And uh, are you ready for this story? I I am so ready. I am so ready for this. Did you know we haven't did we haven't been covering serial killers I in heard. your honor. Well, that's uh, where we you're getting most of your complaints. We've been doing real history stuff. You wouldn't know real history if it came up and punched <laughs> you in the dick. Uh, let me introduce, uh, while we're, t- since he's... <laughs> since he's yammering. <laughs> exactly. Let me take a moment to introduce the third member of our <clears throat> panel, the very distinguished, the really the moral compass of the podcast. <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> the very honorable 
the uh, the uh, baddest. What are you? The, the most dangerous. The most dangerous man in podcasting. Jesus today. Christ! You can't yeah. even get my but he can't. Right he anymore. can't be the most dangerous man anymore. He has to wear wrist braces. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of a pussy move. Right? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I mean, he's got to wear wrist braces. Come on. You, know, you, know, you never see Clint Eastwood wearing <laughs> You really don't. And I mean, when you have to put on equipment to just, you know, go through your everyday life. Yeah, just, just to sign your name. Yeah, it's, it's a sad, sad day. No. But anyway, it's the uh, very honorable Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Waters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. I know that uh, Brandy often affectionately refers to you as such. How are I, you today, I Colonel? I do not ever. I'm, I'm doing well, Timmy. I just, it's, you know, I, I noticed that there's a whole different vibe. It's like when, when we was doing it by ourselves, Timmy. Uh-huh. You know, just me and you. Remember how we had the smoking jackets on and our little pipes? And yeah, we slippers. All, monocles we had monocles we was all intellectual it would explain the stench in my office when i got back (laughs) so are you saying now that the quality of the program is probably going to suck that shit stops i'm not saying it's the quality well yeah i'm saying the quality is going to suck but you know what there's so many of those vagina mafia women out there like we're brandy memory memory mafia mafia yeah yeah, they, there's some sort of lesbianism Turn your phone going off. on there. Turn your phone there's off, some Timmy. Homoerotic. I'm getting a text. Okay. Kind of thing. <laughs> Turn that it off. Brandy's got going there. Yeah, it's all right. Timmy's probably getting naked pictures from <laughs> probably <somebody>. from anybody. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I will. I will take all the adoration and love that I can get right now. Yeah, well, it's 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 mostly from it's there's mostly it's mostly a lesbian thing I think. Or, well, I think it's. A I don't even thing. care. I'll I take it right now. I'm taking it. I, I believe most women are, are hidden lesbians. Yeah. Oh my god! And some of them are not so hidden. <laughs> some are not. Yeah, some of them are just flagrantly right out there and <laughs> <in> open. <laughs> yeah, um, but, it's just flagrant lesbians running around. But I I think what uh, you know, and when you try to encourage. Lesbianism, All they sudden, won't do it. Yeah, 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 they don't do it. They don't want to. It's right. like, well, you know, you feel like a lesbian. You know, you got the heart of a lesbian, the soul of a lesbian. Just let me watch. That's all I'm asking. Exactly. Let me hold the camera. Right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, no. Stop talking. Well, I'm just saying. No. But you look, I got to say, you're looking good, devil. Thank you. You're I'm tired. Yeah, you're... I'm so tired, but oh, I feel good. There's, uh, there's less devil, but the same amount of mean. I know. It's yeah, great. It's, yeah. It's great. Well, you know, I tried to save up some of my anger and, and Oh, so we got three weeks back. of rage. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, good. That'll be just something to look forward to. Colonel, uh, you're on day five of being all by yourself. I'm all by myself, Timmy, and I'm, I'm doing well. I'm thriving, Timmy. <laughs> I'm thriving. How's that tinfoil hat working for you? <laughs> well, are, there uh, any, uh, are there any dirty dishes in the sink at home? Well, I, I figured out this system, Timmy. You let the dog lick them off. Clean. <laughs> Pretty you much. Buy, yeah. You buy no. new ones? If you, no, he just gets he eats out of the takeout containers, yeah, and then well, you don't have dishes. I don't dishes. even need cups. I just drink right I out of the see. sink. But no, I got this system. That, <laughs> Drinks right out of the toilet. For those no problem. who don't know, your wife Renee is out of town for a She's weeks. in Seattle, and Taylor's trying to get her to go to the weed shops. Mm-hmm. And I'm pre- and if you know Renee and chocolate chip cookies, I know she's going to end up eating one laced with THC, and I can't wait to hear about that. But uh, no, I, I found out about the dishes, Timmy. Mm-hmm. What you do is uh, you f- you put the dishes in the sink. We we have a small kitchen, so uh-huh. I didn't want to put the dishwasher in there. And uh, you just drain the water, 
and then put more water and more dish soap in there. So if anybody happens to stop by, it looks like you're about to do the dishes. Uh-huh. And uh, He's letting them soak. You're just letting them soak. Mine have been soaking for five days. <laughs> Eat out of the takeout containers. Drink out of the toilet like you're used to. Well, you know when your wife complains about you never doing the dishes? Just simply show her that you just set them on the table. And then when you, you leave and you come back and they're magically, they're all clean. Yeah. Well, it's like a Christmas miracle. <laughs> I wanted really to bring like it. all else. Yeah. I, well, and it's, I want to, I want to get an au pair. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. what I think I need for when Renee's an gone, au pair. an au pair. Yeah. But. Okay. You need a, you need an invisible fence is what you need <laughs> when <laughs> Renee leaves. You need so a shot caller. too far, you get a slight correction. Yes. Just <laughs> some, yeah. I have. Uh, that was it going off then. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but uh, I have been I've been enjoying myself. Well, Me Colonel, and the dog have been having you, fun. You know, a man of your you know of your uh, appeal and, cele- right? and celebrity. You, really, Renee should have made you wear a chastity belt while while she was away. I think his face does that. <laughs> It's a deterrent. <laughs> Good enough. I think most of the women that know me. But you know I, what I found out to me is some of those Craigslist massage women, uh-huh. they're real massages. Really? Yeah. What kind of ripoff is that? <laughs> you, wouldn't, you didn't have a happy ending? <laughs> it's a sad, sad ending. <laughs> I'm sure it was for everyone. It cost you 300 <laughs> bucks and you... <laughs> and he got a massage. <laughs> I got a massage. Back rub. Next Man, yeah. My wrists feel good. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then they got sore after she left. Uh, all right. <laughs> let's get into this story of the Casanova killer. And you, you're quite the Casanova. Who names this shit? <laughs> I, I, I think Timmy did. No, no, no. This guy, so this guy was called. I didn't even. Some, right. some people have called me Colonel Suave. They have not. Uh, Colonel Suave. Nobody has ever called you that, <laughs> ever. Uh, Glenn Edward Rogers, also known as the cross-country killer, because he killed people uh, across the whole country. No oh, shit. He wasn't a runner? How about that? I thought he just liked to jog. He was also known. Like Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> jog across the country, hacking yeah. people to pieces. Which would be really cool if you had to jump hurdles while you're doing that. You know, like every 10 feet. That would be, you know what? Most of the people that we've covered, I don't think, could do that. They can barely do what they're intending to do. I know. But he was known as a cross-country killer just because he killed people in multiple states. But he was also known as the Casanova killer. And I don't know really why, after I did the research on this story, because he killed men and women, and he just killed people for no reason. He did kill. He seemed to want to kill a lot of red-headed women, though, Colonel. Well, well. <laughs> I think, I, you know what? Deserved, I, I Charlie got me afraid to say anything about gingers, but you know, redheaded woman, they're they're bad tempered. Uh, now I went on the other. Uh, I yeah, talked about insult, Italian women and Irish women. T- yes, you did. But tell me a redheaded woman that's good natured. I uh, if if there's one, Wendy, call out Wendy, her name. Wendy from Wendy's restaurants. No. No, 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 she no. She's pretty well-natured. She she's a cartoon, so. Yeah, she's wow. a cartoon. A real woman. We got a, a bunch of redheads on our page. All of them just ill-natured. All right. Well, anyway, he was. What? He had a Damn. tendency, uh, our friend Glenn Rogers, to kill redheaded women. But he killed other people as well. He, he wasn't solely focused on redheads. Um, he was on the FBI's 10 most wanted fugitive list in... 1995. So that's uh, that's something not to, long ago. Something to brag about. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's we when all you have made goals. the big time. Yeah. Um, he's suspected of killing at least 10 people. He, he has claimed to have murdered 70 people. Uh, in 2012, while on death row, I uh, kind of gave away the ending of the story. Yeah. He was apparently that. he apparently confessed to killing Ron Goldman and Nicole Brown Simpson, <clears throat> of course, of the uh, O.J. Simpson fame. Of course, um, but there's some. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, let me tell you Why? about his. Let me tell you about his early. <laughs> you just life. covered it. No, no, no. There's more details to it. I'm just, that was a tease. That's, oh, okay. That's what we call in the business a teaser. <laughs> yeah, teaser. Yeah, that's you know. That's just to keep just like the women to say, "I'll come over for a <laughs> massage. massage." Yeah. They're yeah. teasers too. Yeah. Well, you know, you give them five hundred dollars in an envelope, and you shit. That price went up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was only thirty, but well, you, get what, you get what you pay for. <laughs> that's when you, you find get... a crack whore. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's when you get. She hands you a tissue. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know what she told me for for seventy five, she'd do anything. And I said, well, then, could you go do those dishes? Yeah. <laughs> so. I bet she didn't either, did she? <laughs> no, she didn't. All right. Glenn Edward Rogers was born on July 15th, 1962, in nearby Hamilton, Ohio. That's where my girl Brandy lives. Not it's far. Not, <laughs> not, not far. by where I live. Brandy lives in the, uh, it's a very similar, you, you're, you're, you're from Lebanon. She's yes. in the hillbilly so section. So you're, you're from Lebanon, so you're getting offended because he's saying you're from Hamilton. Hey, yes, Hamilton, we don't like that. You're, Hamilton <laughs> is what? It's about 40 minutes from here? We don't like Lebanon, that. Lebanon? No. Hamilton? Hamilton is about... about 30 minutes, 30 25, 30 but minutes. But it's, it, I mean, I don't want to offend anyone from Ham, Hamilton, but it's kind of, they're already listen. offended. They're, they're, it's kind of a corrupt little town. We yeah, agree? It's, it's kind of a shithole. It's, it's kind of just a, a, it's just oh, a it's hillbilly shithole. But it's corrupt. It's corrupt, and there's a lot of cousin banging going on, yeah. and brother and sister banging, All for right. that matter. All right. Well, that's, that's why we, that's why we in London get upset. <laughs> and <laughs> sheep banging. Yeah. And they had a sheep, they banged that too. Well, that's where Glenn Edward Rogers was born on July 15th, 1962, just about a little over a year uh, after I was born, but not in Hamilton, Ohio. Of course not. No, you were born in some other podunk. <laughs> you were born in the back of some other car in some I other county. I was born in the well-to-do uh, neighborhood of uh, Portsmouth. Portsmouth, Ohio. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very well-to-do. Affluent. Affluent community. Oh, it's an affluent Isn't community. Isn't that like the upper west side of Manhattan or something? Yeah, it's, Same thing? It's, it's very similar. Very yeah, similar, similar to uh, uh, Hyde Park. If you, took, <laughs> if you took a picture of that and then went the opposite way, that would be Portsmouth. <laughs> The sun never shines it's in Portsmouth. Ba- Boy, it doesn't, man. It's a dreary <laughs> little fucking town. It's a town. very cultured little town. Uh, anyway, Glenn was born by cesarean section. I don't. Why is that important? <laughs> I just, I'm just throwing it out there. Why is that important? Uh, to his mother, Edna, and her husband, Ray. Because he had big heads. Well, yeah, I mean, that's well, the point. You know, cesarean sections, uh, the kids end up fucked up, right, Colonel? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, they do sometimes. First yeah. of all, well, you've the got forceps, kids the that forceps, are... The forceps, that's what does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think the forceps they use on the regular... Oh. I don't well, know. that's it. The regular... I have had... Vagi- vaginal. Been... <laughs> I have been... <laughs> vaginal. I have been in three... Vaginal birth, you fuck up because they Please, put the forceps tell me, in your Tell head. me about all the births, that, the births that <laughs> you've been a part of. There's, there's I mean, the vaginal... Please. <laughs> there's the cesarean named after Julius Caesar. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then and there's when, the and any of those. Oh my fucking god! Uh, yeah. And wh- what it happens that, there? Does it come out your belly button? <laughs> now here's my question. Well, actually, how many of those have you been an actual part of besides your own birth? I've had uh, no experience I've had in any of that. Experience. You have not. 
You have not had any of it. I have been into the room. You the labor room with the little uh, little uh, mic, you know, whatever what they call the colonel. I put on my head. I don't know. You know, I have been in the <laughs> delivery you know room. The, the, the head layup? Yeah, yeah, the head layup. That's I just bullshit. Like, I was like uh, a coal miner. You didn't? I have been in the delivery room for three children. Did you have to get down there and look? Well, I'll tell you this. When we had the twins, they told me I had to sit in a chair and not move because there's two teams. Of right. One and you'll get baby. in the way. You you'll get in the way. You'll get in the way. But they and set up talk. this mirror and angled it so you can see. And I told them, well, no. Well, that's, that's fucked up. Because that's that. like watching it on a movie. You're not seeing the real thing. Well, I didn't want to see the real thing. And well, then yeah, that's what you're with there Logan, for. Why Logan, be there? Why not be in the, in the cafeteria drinking some coffee? Exactly. Logan. Well, Logan was a was a nine pounder, so you know they was having a little bit you of struggle with see, that big old watermelon. You didn't want to see Renee suffer. Ah, it didn't matter. So he just leaves the me. room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. But they did this thing. It's called an episiotomy. Yes. But they don't give you any warning no. when they do that. And they did that, and it damn near dropped me to my knees. It yes. took a nurse to help me back to my chair. You are a pussy. Boy, no, now, they just now, see, that's traumatic. He had no, he had, yeah. he had no business being in there and being exposed to that sort of thing. Well, that first was, of all, he had no business being in there and exposing the healthcare workers <laughs> to his sort of thing. But you know. Having been on the receiving end of an episiotomy. That's and, vaginal terrorism is what it it's is. vaginal. Well, then that's, that falls under Homeland Security. Oh, an episiotomy is like the equivalent of, of a Look. vaginal 9-11. Look. I, I, told, I mean, I pointed right <laughs> to the woman. I, I was like, you're going to fix that, ain't you? Because I'm going to need it later. Either that or you're falling for divorce right there. <laughs> Put an extra stitch in there or something. Do something with that son of a bitch. I don't care. Put some crazy glue on it. I don't know what you're doing, but don't leave it like that. For whatever for whatever the love of God you're doing, don't leave that Is vagina that like that. Is that because your pecker's small? Or I don't understand. His Is, head was as big as a sure, watermelon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my pecker's so, not as big as a watermelon, no. Well, Good. Okay, just, uh, this, is, this is uh, making this conversation is making me. Uh, is nervous. it? Does it make you squirm? Because yes. I popped I would like out to get some back children. To our story. Because you have not had to be there for the birth of any of your children, have you, Timmy? Well, no, they're all I've overseas no in the Philippines or in <laughs> they're Thailand. All over, they're all overseas. <laughs> they're not even born in hospitals. I have brown children all over. The place. <laughs> no, I have. Not, no, I don't. Do not have children, and nor do I want children. They're little people, and they cost money. They're little psychopaths. Well, so are you, but, are. you know, we keep you around. <laughs> I do cost money. Okay. Let's get back to uh, Glenn, whatever the fuck we were talking about. Glenn Gary, Glenn, Glenn Ross. Edward mm-hmm. Rogers. Uh, so he was the sixth of seven children. So Edna must have been putting out quite a bit. She's the iron vagina. <laughs> she was. Well, the the, lady after the, the first four, vagina. they just got to come out like watermelon seeds. She had six <laughs> boys and one girl. Ugh. During his infant's years, uh, Glenn would sit and rock back and forth and continually bang his head against the hard surfaces, never once crying and showing no emotion. That's what Chuck does now that Renee's gone. <laughs> I was going to say, that's what, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that was, was your whole weekend, weekend last except, weekend. Yeah. Except he has a thumb brace. Ex- yeah, he's got his <laughs> yeah. wrist braces to keep him company. Yeah. Cor- uh, let's see. Uh, according to police reports, uh, when Glenn was still in diapers... His mother, Edna, slapped him so hard 
that he was unable to breathe and he passed out. He probably deserved it. <laughs> Slapped ugly right off the boy. Yeah, he did. So to recap. <laughs> to recap. To recap, he was born cesarean. Yeah. He got slapped real hard. He got slapped real hard and he couldn't breathe. Okay, go. So he didn't have that. He didn't have uh, forceps put in his head, though. Well, you don't know that. You don't know that. That's why you stay away from those uh, vaginal bursts. Yeah. Vaginal. I I like the whole vaginal canal. I will have to keep that in mind. It's like the Erie Canal, really. (laughs) It is. I like when they tell you the baby. You you, you ever sing a a song, 15 Miles on the Erie Canal? You know, I like when they tell you the baby has entered the, <laughs> the baby has entered the birth canal, and I always think of like the Edmund Fitzgerald going right. up in there. It's like, like, like the Panama Canal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, just funny to me, Devil. Is Why are you funny? looking at me like that? Is it funny? Well, that's great. So, what's it like when something enters the birth canal? It hurts like a motherfucker. <laughs> that's what it does. Yeah, unless you're really, really doped up, which. Fortunately for my second one, I was. First one, when not Renee so got, much. When Renee got the, with the twins, she was so, they gave her the epidural, but she had the baby so fast, the epidural wasn't in effect. Yeah, that's how my but first it only, one was. But it was only five pounds. I told her, quit crying. Yeah, quit whining. It ain't like you've been kicked in the balls now. Just Right, it's not it like up. you have a cold or something. <laughs> yeah, it ain't, ain't like you got the man flu. You're right. Before sick. All right, so uh, so Glenn's mother slapping him around as a kid. As yeah. a toddler... You know what? That's happened to everybody at least once. As a toddler, his mother would keep him tied up. Sure. Mm-hmm. I could see that. When he learned how to free his Child arms... Care. When he learned how to free his arms from the strengths that she kept him tied in, he would eat the paint off the walls. Well, that's oh, why she kept him... I bet it was lead, lead paint. It was I'm lead sure paint, and that's why she kept him tied up. Now, out of curiosity, and you'll know this because I'm sure it's not in the script. Yeah. Was he was she tying up all of the children or just him because he liked to eat well, the lead paint and bang know. his the head against the wall? The story is about Glenn, so I'm trying to keep focus on Glenn. I didn't do the whole fucking clan. <laughs> I'm focused on Glenn. I'm just wondering if it was you know child no, no, abuse across the board or if it was well, well, she was I, focused her ire on Glenn. Well, I think. So uh, are you saying we should research this further because we seem to have sketchy yeah, details? I'm just asking. You know what you can sketchy do details. is sketchy research intel. these stories yourself. Sketch, I have sketchy intel. <laughs> yeah. All right. So she We don't need intel. We're smart people. He was eating the paint <laughs> off the fucking wall. Okay? Glenn wasn't, though, because he was eating Apparently paint. Apparently he wasn't getting fed anything. <laughs> Apparently. Sometimes uh, paint just tastes good. Glenn sounds touched. <laughs> when he was taken, uh, when his mother would give him a bath, she would often grab his head and hold it underwater. Sure. <laughs> That's called baptism. In sounds Hamilton. right. <laughs> sounds yeah, right. You know, I've never been baptized because I'm always afraid of water. So afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Do you I, think the priest was just going to forget you were I, under I, there? Now, I mean, I, now you, you know, know I, I can baptize you, Timmy. I can get... Right. No, so can no, I. No, no, water. No, we can no, do it no. now. If you yeah, ex- I'd rather take my chance if on you hell are ready to than accept- drowning. Jesus Lord is your Christ here, and Jesus Savior water. here. I got a bottle of water right here. We can baptize you no, right on the show, Tim. Do not put water we on my fucking hair. Do it hair. right on the show. No. Don't you mess up his hair. <laughs> yes. I got a haircut this weekend. It looks good, Timmy. Thank you. You should post a <laughs> selfie because you look sharp. <laughs> you should get Glenn was um, uh, wedding to bed until he was in well into his teen years. Sure. Sure. That pain will do. He's hitting all the markers. <laughs> He was influenced a great deal by his older brother, who was homosexual. <laughs> what? I, I'm just. I'm I, so I, confused. I don't know what it has to do with anything. His brother Clay was gay. So was okay. he, he dressed so how nice. Was he, in, what the, yeah. he was a good dancer. Was he what a bed, does that was mean? He a bedwetter too? He, 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 he would have some. They would do some 
bad things together. I'm just the only reason I'm mentioning it. He's he was also gay. he was when you say he was influenced, you mean they was fornicating. No, 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 no. They were just they did some criminal activity. Oh, together. some criminal activity. Yeah, and they 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 hold had, on, hold on. So what you're saying is. Now, you got on me about the Italians. You just painted the whole homosexual community as criminals. I, I did not. He said it was influenced by, the, by his homosexual his brothers. His brother happened to be gay. It's nothing wrong with it. He just happened to be. I'm giving you facts. You want facts. You want, you want me to research. I'm but, researching. I'm okay. making inferences that homosexuals there commit crimes. There is no connection. This weirdo, Glenn, who's eating paint off the fucking walls, he's the one that goes around killing people, not his gay brother, Clay. I just think it's funny that Clay is gay. <laughs> you is gay as Clay. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure kids tease him like that. Well, they probably didn't know he was gay at well, the time. Well, it's a dre- stupid name. He dressed well. <laughs> he did dress By well. the time he was 12, Fair. Glenn began... He could decorate a house like <laughs> nobody's business. By the time he was 12, Glenn began drinking and became addicted to drugs sure. as a result of his older brother's influence. What, so, so the gay brother the influenced gay, him. Gay Clay. Gay Clay influenced him. Got him drinking. Got, got him, him drink, uh, dr- taking drugs. Drinking, drinking wine. And uh, drinking wine and taking ecstasy. I don't know what he was drinking actually. Probably I bet it's beer, wine. Maybe maybe some uh, Mogan David. I don't know. Smoking David. <laughs> maybe because it's kosher. Yeah. Okay. During uh, that same year, 1974, oh. him and his brother began to breaking into houses for money. And were later caught robbing uh, homes of uh, caught robbing a house of two hundred dollars. Oh no, over two hundred homes. I'm sorry. Oh, big difference there. Yeah, there is. Two hundred homes. That's quite a day's work. They did it all in one day. I don't know if they did it all in one day. I would think no. Over a period of time, and I gay Santa Claus hitting every house in one night. And Robin Hood. Glenn. Robin Hood uh, was sent to reform school. For several months as a result of this criminal behavior. Did he eat the lead paint there? I don't know. Hmm. In 1975. Glenn interrupted. When Glenn was 13. (laughs) Oh, Colonel, this is is bad, Colonel. Here we go. Uh Uh-oh. Glenn, when he was 13, he found naked photographs of his redheaded mother. (laughs) And And so it begins. (laughs) And he was so upset that he attempted suicide by overdosing on 25 Motrin pain relief tablets. Oh, he didn't try and pour bleach down in his eyes or anything? No, he took Motrin. If yeah. he took Motrin PM, he probably would have slept longer. Probably, yes. Uh, but, you know, the funny thing is, when, you know, he, he was taking, he was popping other pills. He's taking other drugs. wonder why he took Try to OD on Motrin. I don't know. Maybe that's what he had the most of. So he saw his mama naked and killed himself. What? No, 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 no. He saw pictures but, of her naked. His redheaded not. mother. This is this is his theme here. His mother's redheaded. Did okay. the curtain match the drapes there? <laughs> Ugh. I don't know. I, Are I, we going to be able to Google those pictures later? I, I doubt it. <laughs> At age 14, doctors Could, learned that Glenn... Oh, this is all before 14. <laughs> yes. <laughs> doctors learned Glenn's unusual blood disorder... That manifested when he became upset or angry about anything that he had over which he had no control. It was called, it's known in the uh, medical circles as Bullshit. Mad King George disease. I don't know what that means. I don't know either, but he would get red splotches on his face, arms, hands, and chest. 
So do I. So the fuck what? Well, you've yeah. got mad King George disease. Then you should see a physician. I don't need to see a physician. You're, you're mad King. You got, uh, don't, I don't be spreading the, your mad King George disease I around here. I don't wet the bed or eat lead paint chips. When he was 15, he met a 13-year-old prostitute named Debbie. Wait a minute. So they're blaming some of his behavior on this mad King George disease because yeah. he was because he got splotchy when well, he got angry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who gives it? He got splotchy when he well, got I'm angry. I'm just giving you his med- a little bit about his medical history. Oh my god! All right, get so some splotches. He, okay? So so that makes all the difference in the world. So that gives him the right. I'm to I'm not go out saying and kill that people. excuses his behavior. I'm just saying the, it the man has it. mad King George disease, and you need to show a little empathy. That's fucking stupid. Show a little empathy. I will not. I refuse that. When he was 15, as oh, I was saying, go. Glenn met a 13-year-old prostitute named Debbie. Sounds like a country and western song so far. It sounds like Hamilton. Several, re- <laughs> several <laughs> weeks after they met, Glenn was arrested for aggravated menacing. As he, this would be his first arrest her? as an adult. Yeah, apparently he was head over heels. Now, aggravated menacing... Hooker. Wouldn't you think you had to be aggravated to menace somebody? I think you would I have to have so. a weapon, wouldn't you? I don't idea? know. Well, you're a I mean, it ain't you're like you're a not lawyer. I, well, isn't your dad like a cop? He is like I, a okay, cop. Okay, wouldn't you know what aggravated menacing is? I'm well, just saying. I, I'm not like only a cop. aggravated people menace. That's what I think. Or you be if you were being if you were menaced. Ain't nobody in a good mood walking around menacing people. You're I the think one, they'd you're all the be one aggravated. That should be a lawyer. I did not. I, I did not like. Uh, Nicola, could you weigh in on this, please? I hated criminal. Oh All right. Gosh, that'd be the best part. Yeah. Glenn, uh, to you, probably to your surprise, struggled in school. Oh, no, well. He was expelled for having reached, uh, he was expelled from school having reached his 16th birthday. He was in the ninth grade and received F's in every subject. But he was driving a badass car to school. So he's done. <laughs> F, for those of you who are outside the United States, is for failing. Well, they have this different grading what? systems around the world. Failing. Failing. Yeah. Fail. As in he not He was failing achieve. every subject. He was felling? Did he felling. fell down the stairs? He fell a tree? He was felling his arms. <laughs> In 1979, huh? the year I graduated high school. Damn. I was five. 79, 79, 77, 77, Five years grade. old. Yeah, I know. Makes Glenn was 17. Yeah. Go Glenn. His dad suffered a life-threatening stroke. That did left he, him bedridden. Did he get blotchy? I don't know, but Glenn often dropped by. Was he took, aggravated? Let me tell you, this, this, he's going to do a good deed here. Glenn often dropped by and took care of his father while his mother poured around, went out in search of and found companionship. She was a redheaded whore. She was. She mm-hmm. was there a whore. No kind of whore like a redheaded whore. <laughs> <laughs> Those no. redheaded. Uh, I'm telling you, you, you get face a in the wrath of Charlie. Huh? These are people that clearly take their marriage vows very seriously. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, this well, was very this stri- was very upsetting to Glenn. Well, did his mama was horned around or his daddy had around a this time? He found he saw it. No, both I guess. <laughs> around this time, he saw his mother in a bar with another man. Yeah, he went straight home, got his father who was straight uh, laying in bed with a stroke, <laughs> wheeled him out to the car. Put him in the car, drove him to the bar so he could show him what his mother was doing. Wipe the spittle so, off of his chin. And, yeah. <laughs> which his dad responded by saying, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> That's uncalled for. It's really uncalled for, Charles. <laughs> Glenn then um, beat his mother and her companion with a baseball bat. Sure. Well, that's the typical. She had it coming. For. He was taken up for in front stuff. of in front of his dad. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't he just beat them with his dad? <laughs> <laughs> well, his dad was, you know, stroked out at the time. I'm saying. Yeah. Had to be upsetting for his dad. I don't know why he would take his dad to see that. I mean, his dad stroked out. Because it was cheaper. To, on it was cheaper than the movies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it had to be upsetting for his father. Well, yeah, but who could tell? <laughs> I mean, the dude, the guy can't talk. The whole, whole half side of his face Again. is numb. Now, so Daddy, oh, I want you to blink twice uh, if you uh, want uh, me to uh, quit hitting him. <laughs> All right, so uh, Glenn, his, his mother, You're and both going to hell. All that. Uh, when Glenn was 16, he started to dating now 14-year-old Debbie. Remember oh, the 13-year-old prostitute? How much did that cost consent? Well, she soon became pregnant by another man. Oh, oh. that whore. Literally. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Glenn was 17 at the time. He knew he knew that um, he knew that uh, she was uh the child was not his. Uh but um he took responsibility for the child anyway. And Aww. Clinton Dwayne was born on August 26th, 1979. Could there be a bigger hillbilly name? <laughs> Clinton Dwayne. Clinton Dwayne. Clinton Dwayne. <laughs> Uh, Glenn later Clint adopted Glenn. him and gave him Young the last him. name of Rogers because you know that's you know that's, <laughs> that's a prominent it. name. Yeah, in prom- well, yes, can't can't swing a dead cat without hitting a Rogers. Well, you know, you you that's kind of a upper mobile, you know. Oh, that yeah, oh, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. There was like the Vanderbilts of Hamilton. Yeah, uh, yeah they were. In 1980. <laughs> uh, good news. Oh, little little good news here. 1980. Glenn and Debbie were married. Oh well, she had to be like sixteen by then. Uh, a year maid. later, uh, she gave birth to a second son, also not belonging to Glenn. <laughs> yes, you know you can take the girl out of Hamilton, <laughs> yeah. but everybody in Hamilton everybody is in her. Is in but her. Glenn uh, adopted the young uh, son, his second son. So I, I what was his name? Might, what little jewel? I, I got angry and blotchy because I'm afraid this guy's still alive. But um, what little jewel? <laughs> Did he get all angry and blotchy when he found out she had another bastard child while well, he was in wedlock But, you know, you're him? the presumptive father if you're married and your wife gets pregnant by another guy. So oh, You have to yeah, prove. He yeah. knows that part of the law. <laughs> That's the part he knows. I know family law. I'm okay. sure I'm sure he pays really close attention to that. <laughs> yeah, of course family he law. Does. I keep, I keep Custodial that. law. Right. The young couple fought a great deal. And no. uh, Glenn, was a, Glenn was a very jealous man. We're not really? too jealous. Yeah. <laughs> in 1982, uh, Glenn thought Debbie was cheating, and he followed her. Well, <laughs> he's probably afraid of having another kid. Wait a minute. He can't here's... afford a third. <laughs> wait a minute. I can't afford to adopt a third. Son. Did he take his dad with him? <laughs> right. Well, but here's my question, though. How did he know? Did she tell him that they weren't his kids? <laughs> well, the first time he knew, but I don't well, know about right. the second time. It yeah. Just I mean, says how that, did he know? Was it yeah, black? Was he black? I, was the baby I black? <laughs> I don't. That, I mean, you can't really. That's a dead giveaway. That is a dead giveaway. I, in Hamilton, it's a dead giveaway. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Glenn followed you know, Debbie. Yeah, she wasn't even smart enough to lie. He, he well, she was, a was kid. suspicious of her cheating on him. Right. After two children uh, by another man. <laughs> you could see he, he had man, some basis for it. 
people in Hamilton are just putang all over the getting laid <laughs> all know. over the place. Well, this girl's probably only about 16. Oh, yeah, she's a little girl. So, anyway, he follows Debbie, and he witnesses her picking up a man, followed her home, and then he beat her violently, uh, striking her several times in the vagina I mean, with yeah. the toe of his steel-toed oh, boots. Yeah. That is something that we That crosses a line. When we hear at We History do not Week, advocate for vagina kicking. You do not <laughs> kick somebody in the baby maker. That's <laughs> wrong. <laughs> you hear that saying every once in a while, but it's not, it's not cricket at all, though. Especially with the steel toe boots, but you know, uh, but with this girl, you could have a you size eleven. Yeah, you could use, lose never, a foot in there. Never kick a woman in a vagina, man. It's never okay. <laughs> I, thank, you. thank you for being so <laughs> see, opposed to that. See, I seen a Bill Ru- Bill uh, Burr do a skit on that where he said it's never okay to hit a woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> he said, you know, you just don't do it. You don't do it. That doesn't mean that there's never a reason to hit a woman. Right. Yeah. You just don't do it. Yeah. And I guess he was like going that, right to the source. Of there's his never problem. a reason to. I mean, you can't say no. there's never a reason yeah, to kick a woman in the Yeah, that's the source of vagina. every man's problem. Yeah. Well, anyway, he, just he, don't he do really it. crossed the line there, and we condemned that. Thank you. <laughs> we are going to have T-shirts made up. This is "Do not kick a woman in a vagina." Well, see, and now, we'll give them to the first five thousand people who uh, convinces Chuck to get, pay for him. All right. <laughs> so even with corrective surgery, <laughs> oh my God, he kicked her. That he must have lost a boot in there. Um, she was still emotionally damaged. Eventually, Jim. Her her vagina was all sideways and mush. It looked like. Uh, According to Glenn, if he if he could not have uh, if he could not have sex with her, then no one could. That's why he did it. So he he mangled her vagina. Yes, I'm sorry. Turn your phone off. I'm getting the text. Speaking of vagina picture, no vagina pictures, unfortunately. Mm. So I I got a question. Yes. Did so they reconstructed reconstructed her vagina. Uh, that's that is what's being implied. Yes. Do they have a? Uh, does she have like a bionic vagina? Like that would be so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, you get turn it on and off. Yeah, by remote. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to turn it on and off by remote. That's all he needed is to get the girl a chastity belt. A chastity belt. I, I, I'm a big advocate of chastity belts. Oh, I believe in chastity belts because you can't hardly trust a woman. This is, they, they get in the way when you fly, though, because you have to go through the metal detector. <laughs> I never. I have never got on a plane with a chastity <laughs> belt, and, nor have I given any forethought to that. Well, he so clearly you gotta, has. You got to think things through. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what you. That's what you need, Chuck. You that's why I. I'm the producer. Of this show. I'm just thinking when she went to the hospital, <laughs> some doctor said, "Oh, this vagina's ruined. We got to. Oh, re- we can they rebuild had it. Had mer- emergency vagina surgery. <laughs> we can vagina rebuild reconstructive it. Surgery. We can make it better than before. Oh, a vaginaectomy. Oh my God. <laughs> That's not funny because you know there's women without there are women who don't have vaginas. <laughs> there's some women with two. That's not fair, is it? <laughs> Lord, God gives with both hands what, sometimes. What woman, what woman doesn't have a vagina? <laughs> Except Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's there's this. Uh, Does Caitlyn Jenner have a vagina? Let him finish. I, I, Continue. 
There's a condition where you can be born without a vagina. Women can be born without a vagina. Without a... Then they wouldn't have any mommy parts. They would just how have... Would they, how would they, they pee? Well, you have the you have that plumbing. It's a yeah. you'd have the aretha. Yes, you'd have the aretha. You should respect it. Okay, <laughs> R-E-S-B-C-T. You would have that, but you wouldn't have any of the opening think, or internal think plumbing. What you doing to me? Wow. wow. Oh, then that's that's the dirty flower girl. You actually maybe, but you should actually really both of you should actually. <laughs> Well, am I, am I wrong? You could be born without a vagina. I would assume so. I don't know. I'm All not right. a fucking medical professional. I wouldn't be sitting here with you people. Well, I'm just, I guess if you were born with testicles and a penis, you was born without a vagina. But being born. No, I mean, could you be could. be a eunuch. Yeah. Couldn't they just cut a little slit in there? Just... Well, some of them. I could, you know what? I don't know. I just. I mean, I you can really, it wouldn't, it, you wouldn't have to have it between your legs. You could have it like on your elbow or. Yeah, that wouldn't be as much fun. <laughs> I mean, if you, I mean, if it's just oh, and then once a, once L-tina? a month the elbow starts bleeding and you gotta get well, a you get tennis elbow, big dad put it on there. I can't even. I can't. I just. I'm just can't. saying you don't have. I mean, be creative. Don't don't just assume that you have to put it between your legs. <laughs> you know, I think that I'm going to start a Colonel's Foundation for vaginas for everyone. You could put it right on your forehead if you wanted. <laughs> I think the it would be a cyclops. little. It would be. You have stand to head, out. You'd have to wear a headband like Brett Michaels. Yeah. I mean, you don't want that all out in the breeze. No. All right. Back to Glenn. Shall we get back to the story? The people Vagina are listening. Uh, they're get tuning in, in for. Face with nuts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and masturbating, you look like an idiot. So. <laughs> no, it just looked like you had a migraine. <laughs> it's true. All right. So poor Glenn's kicking Debbie in the coochie. <laughs> poor Glenn. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know when he got our sympathy. Yeah, it took him two the weeks. Guy's to, through, the guy's been eating paint his whole life. Get his shine back on those shoes. <laughs> Maybe his mother should have really kept him tied to that chair a little better. So, uh, surprisingly, uh, Debbie and Glenn soon split up. No. <laughs> I thought they'd last forever. Like Kim and Kanye. I thought they'd be forever. Debbie split up just a, just a little bit before Glenn did. Sad. Sick <laughs> bastard. That's sad. All right. Yeah. So, it is kind of sad that they broke up. Uh, Glenn soon met another woman, though. So, oh, he moved. He turned moved. Turn the page. Turn the page, yeah. Uh, her name was Catherine Mary Kopitna. Kopitna. What? Whatever. Um, <laughs> she was. Uh, she had red hair. He liked those redheads. And no, he uh, with her, he, he had a not. son. He had a son. Now, was her. this oh. his son we or somebody we're else's it's son? His son. We're Sowing son. seeds all over the country. And they moved to Los Angeles. Or the county. They moved to Los Angeles in December of 1985. Which is, if you're going to move from Ohio to LA, December is probably a good time to. Oh yeah. It's the best time. Mm-hmm. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Snowbirds. In May of 1986, uh, Glenn went to the emergency room after being uh, overly intoxicated uh, because he injected Budweiser into his veins. Yes. <laughs> he was mainlining Budweiser. Yes, he was. <laughs> you know? uh, and he was also at that point using cocaine on a steady basis. So he's out there in L.A. in the mid-'80s. Oh, you know? he's got all Don Henley on us. Yeah. But at least he didn't, you know. And he's shooting up, that, he's mainlining Budweiser. But he wasn't putting it up his butt. Like, people are doing that now. 
They put Budweiser up their butt? Yeah, they put alcohol. Oh, they do like an alcohol enema. So do you put the bottle in and then you... I think, on your, I think there's back, a funnel involved. Funnel involved. There's a yeah. funnel involved. Because you really could stick it and then just lay on your stomach. You really, well, no. Yeah. You really have to have friends help you out. <laughs> well, that's why it's good to have friends. <laughs> and uh, see, my, but now the the fear of that is, is that you become extremely <laughs> intoxicated with the vodka, and you're laying on your stomach with your ass in there. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. just seems like. That seems like a recipe for seems, violation. Seems to me like one way or another, you end up on your stomach with your ass. <laughs> well, yeah. you're, you've already violated. So what's <laughs> yeah. the difference? I mean, yeah. Someone, you got a Budweiser bottle up your ass. What well, difference there's a is funnel. It? There's no bottle generally. There's a well, funnel. I want some more detail. You get more research on that before you just talk off the top of your head. I uh, no. That's, this it's a really, really it's a strive for accuracy on this podcast. Do we? But not correct pronunciation of anything. <laughs> Fort Hamilton Hughes Memorial Hospital. You familiar with it? I know. I am not. It's Fort in, Hamilton Hughes? It's in Hamilton. No, why the fuck would it's I know a, it? I don't go to Hamilton. It's, a, it's, it's a, a big hospital up there. But clearly you are familiar it's with it. It's a big it. hospital up there. Yeah. No. Well, he came back and uh, he, he was back from L.A. visiting his, you know, his dad. <laughs> His dad probably wasn't even aware he was there. Then, he was slobbering, go. but whatever. He was visiting. <laughs> you know, uh, and well, he had me, a mental let, breakdown. Let me tell you my experience with Fort Hamilton Hughes Hospital. Right. Yeah. My mom go. was in the hospital. Right. <clears throat> she died at a cancer, cancer consumption. God rest her soul. And my stepfather, his daughter, who is my stepsister, we're no blood relatives. Oh, Jesus Christ, I can't follow this. Um, she had a very, very bad, tree is a wreath. Very bad car accident. <laughs> All right. So now I worked in Fairfield, which is not too far from Hamilton. It is not. Right. <laughs> and, uh, so they, asked, they have an outlet mall up there. They do. They asked me to get up to the hospital as quickly as possible. No, it's in Monroe. Oh, well. Because my fa- we were literally waiting day by day for my mother to die. My, my stepfather was would not leave the hospital. So they asked me to go up and see how bad it was. Well, when I got up, it was very bad. They were getting ready to airlift her to University Hospital. And I didn't. I don't have a particular fondness for the woman, so they asked me uh, if I wanted to donate her organs. I said, "Shit, I don't care what you do with her organs." And they said, "Well, could you?" And they gave me a peculiar look, but they was a little pleased. And they said, "Well, could you just sign this form saying we could have all your organs?" And I said, "Sure." How can you, you can donate someone else's organs? Well, because I said, you know, to get the in there, I said that was there evidently. I they know. were. I was her brother. Are you an organ donor now? Um, well, first no, of all, I ain't an organ donor. Um, first of all, they all assume if you go if you're going to the Hamilton Hospital, you're related. You're related. Sure. So they took her to the. I air am care. an organ donor, so you guys should be too. Oh, I forgot to tell you that I don't give a damn about that. Wow, well, you're not a good human being. No, and I'm when not. I they asked me if I went to see her before they, and I said sure, you know, because I didn't want to see them like an asshole. No. And I walked back, and they it didn't occur to me that because they were working on her that they have. All her clothes cut off, and she would be laying on the thing naked. Not a particularly thing I want to run into again. And yet there you were, and yet there I was. Maker. But she did recover, and yes. when she recovered, so before I or after they donated her, organ. only had one thing to say to her. I told her two things. I said, one, <clears throat> I seen you naked, and two, I donated your organs. Because you're a good brother. Because I'm a I'm a good person. Like well, that. that's good. It has nothing to do with our story. It but doesn't. No. Uh, so anyway, Glenn has a mental Shocking breakdown, him. and he goes to Fort Hamilton Hughes Memorial Hospital, 
And the, the write-up on him there in his mental condition was, quote, Glenn is mentally ill. He's a mentally ill person subject to hospitalization by court order. He represents a risk of physical harm to himself as well as others and has manifested uh, threats of homicide and suicide. So that was the write-up, nice little write-up, you know. Something to, you know was, it all, was it all spelled phonetically? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> In June of 1987. Like a letter. <laughs> in June of 1987. Cut out. That's how all their charts are. This is a very important point okay. in a man's life. All right. Let's be a little respectful. Sorry. In June 1987, uh, Glenn accidentally urinates on another man's leg in the bar <laughs> restroom. Wait a minute. Ax- accidentally? Well, he's at the st- I'm, I'm taking it he's at the stall, and for whatever reason, he turns around too soon, and he pees on this guy's leg. What? It was an accident. How do you accidentally... Sometimes you're standing at the urinal, and the guy next to you will say hello or whatnot, which was you shouldn't have conversations in the urinal. But then you turn around. <clears> and then you it? turn toward the guy, and mm. your junk moves with you. First of all, can't you stop that midstream? No. Oh, not it depends. That hurts you if, if you, you stop. Got it. No, it doesn't. Oh, it does. It'll it, make you it sterile. Doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you gotta be. <laughs> if you're only holding it with one hand, a lot of times you don't have control over where it's going. Okay. I mean, but why gotta, do you? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why, when you turn your head, do you have to turn your entire body? I can honestly point. say I have never. Well, it's much like when you're backing up a car. It's I mean, not. All right. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter if you understand it or not. This is what happened. But see, you say turning point. I feel like the turning point in his life was when he ate the lead chips. All right. Lead so paint chips. The man that he peed happened on. Happened pretty early on. The man that he peed on. You know, it's a kind of a rough little, you know, the biker bars and shit up in hell. The man he peed on, him and his friends severely beat Glenn in the head with clubs. Oh, well, he deserved it. Glenn was taken to the emergency room for treatment. In the ER, he threw an IV bottle at the attending nurse. Sure. After this uh, incident, Glenn is charged three times for public intoxication, public indecency, and drunk driving all within six weeks. He is sentenced to one year in, one year in prison. Uh, he gets out of prison. In 1989, he starts dating a woman by the name of Joyce Arthur, uh, when his uh, and he and his brother sexually abused her after getting her intoxicated, uh, Glenn stole her money and left town via funnel. From 1991 to 1993, Glenn travels with the circus. <laughs> he was a carny, of course. He, he did. would spend the next several years traveling around the country with uh, the circus. 
Brandy. So you're done. It took you long. So he now. was a carny. Yeah. Well, he's a, uh, it, 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 those are guys that travel with the carnival. What do you what you call people that travel with the circus? A carny. A carny. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair so, enough. Yeah. Do they have freak shows at circuses? Yeah. Well, they used to. I don't know if they still do. Okay. We've got one coming up on uh, uh, Human Zeus. We got a podcast coming up on Human Zeus. All right, a little teaser there. Yeah. Tell us what happens next, Brandy. I'm trying with Young Glenn. So on January 7, 1991, 79-year-old Thomas Allen Wolsifer was found dead in his nursing home. Uh, that's not that right. happens a lot in nursing yeah, homes. It does. It's, yeah. There's really, you know, because once you go into the nursing home, <laughs> it doesn't have a pretty good. It doesn't have a good ending. Usually. No, there's no happy endings in a nursing home. <laughs> well, I think they are. They they bang a lot. <laughs> they do. There's not a in just a nursing, outbreak. Like an assisted living facility, they'll do that. Where oh, they have, nursing you know, home. They don't have sex. nursing home. They're kind of most of them are kind of invalids. Oh. No, they can get in a, as long as they got the Viagra, they can get in their wheelchair. Well, they can crawl wouldn't down. Wouldn't the nurse give them a handy every once in a while? <laughs> I would think on a sponge know. bath. It'd be the All right. Florence Nightingale thing. If you're not so. a Medicaid patient, you can get those. Okay. <laughs> right. So Glenn, you're you're, you're a fucking medic, medic, <laughs> Medicaid. You're not, you're not getting a handy. Mm-mm. You'd be lucky to get one of those butterscotch discs. <laughs> so Glenn had been staying with this guy before he had a stroke and had to be moved to a nursing home. Okay. So, his Wolsifer's family then evicted Glenn from the property. So Lucifer kicked him out. Well, Wolsifer, his family, yeah, they kicked him out. But Glenn, because he's clearly a big fucking idiot, told an employee at a bar that he killed Wolsifer by injecting whiskey into his IV. Motherfucker. So he probably was cutting that guy break. He felt bad for him. He's laying there all shriveled up. In his own excrement. Yeah, have a drink. Well, but he tells this bartender that, or he tells this guy at a bar. I'd appreciate that, wouldn't you? He did that, and the police, the guy tells the cops they don't investigate. Wow. Shocking. If you ever find me laying in my own... Of course, it's Hamilton PD. I I guess when they, you know, they probably don't do a lot of investigations on deaths in nursing homes, I don't imagine. I wouldn't think, no. That's how Donald Harvey got by with us. Yeah. So, on April 27, 1991, four months later, Glenn got into a bar fight, and he was hit in the head with a pool cue, and <laughs> it, was, it resulted in a fractured eye socket and an inter- intracranial bleed. Oh. Um, on September 8, 1991, he's having a rough year, 1991, uh, doctors tried to commit Glenn after he took excess, again, took excessive amounts of Motrin. And injected oh, alcohol into his veins. <laughs> the alcohol, I can understand. Gotta but the Motrin, you know, you really need to step it up. Because that Motrin's obviously not working. Wow. I bet he didn't have a headache, though. Well. Probably saving from a headache from that Q-stick <laughs> and his skull. Well, that was, you know, that's nine months later. However, five you know, months Matt, later, he should have been that, over it. Uh, Cat Williams says about, you know, he always compares marijuana to, you know, legalized marijuana. He says that... Um, you know, that marijuana is not bad for you, mm-hmm. but, you know, there's shit that's legal that's bad for you, like aspirin. He mm-hmm. says, you know, you you can smoke marijuana all you want, and that's going to happen to you. But if you take, like, 40 aspirin, yeah, you never have another mother, motherfucking headache as long as you <laughs> Yeah, for about 20 minutes. So during 91, Glenn started dating a red-haired woman oh. named Carrie Ellen Gaskins. Another redhead. He has a type. Well... But when he was low on funds, he pimped her out to his friends. Oh. Well, well who doesn't? 
<laughs> it seems like an entrepreneur. Yeah. So that didn't last very long because on January 19th, 1992, Gaskins was found stabbed to death in Bethel, Ohio. Oh. The chick? Yes. His cash cow? Yes. Oh. Yeah, see, he's, he's killed shame. the golden goose. In, yeah, or the red in goose. Bethel. Oh, Bethel's a rough place, too. Yeah. Bethel is the eastern version. Yeah, we don't know Hamilton. he did that. It's just, you know, people are dying all around him. Right. Police believe she may have been murdered by Rogers. Okay. So I think that's probably a pretty good assumption. Probably. And Why we'll, couldn't he just beat her with his pimp cane? I don't know. His pimp hand was too strong. <laughs> uh, in late January. Bitches be testifying. Bitches be testifying. You can't have it. All right. So, Glenn, in late January of 92, Glenn moves back out to L.A. Now, this is my favorite thing ever. He used the ID of a friend. Uh, Glenn started using the ID of a friend named James Peters. Okay. And he worked for a painting company. Mm. So, oh, nice. all the lead paint you yeah, can eat. Glenn uh, yeah, Glenn got free see. lunch every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he just injected it into his veins. Yeah. Uh, during the mid-90s, Glenn continued to travel all over the country. He was, yeah, he was well-traveled. He was a traveler. Yeah. On Gandy August dancer. 22nd. He was a rambler, man. He was a rambler, man. Gandy was dancer. a Gandy dancer. Yeah. <laughs> On August 22nd, 1993, Kelly Link Camargo, a 16-year-old white female, was killed in Hamilton, Ohio, after leaving a biker bar. Mm. Early in the evening, she'd been seen slow dancing with Glenn. <clears throat> See. Hold on, we got a 16-year-old girl in a biker bar? Yes. Slow dancing. In, let me let me back that. Slow dancing. Wait a minute. In Hamilton. Slow dancing. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. Just me and my. Only I remember it better. I remember much different. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, On January tenth, nineteen ninety four, police recovered the remains of seventy one year old Mark Peters, a retired electrician and veteran in a cabin belonging to the family of Glenn Rogers. We should thank him for his service. And, (laughs) And we do thank you for your service, sir. Uh, he in Beattyville, Kentucky. We okay. Where is that? It's in Kentucky. No shit. It's right next to Warrenville. <laughs> it's across the Ohio border into. Kentucky. I don't know that it is. It's between Ohio and Tennessee. Oh, <laughs> all of that Beattyville. Oh, you're both shit. West Virginia <laughs> and Indiana. Well, Rand McNally. I'm glad that we can <laughs> clear that right up. Uh, Peters had given Glenn Rogers had taken Glenn Rogers in and allowed him to live at his home. Uh, Got to be per- careful when Peters takes you in, Colonel. <laughs> yeah. Mark Peters. Yeah. Mark. Be careful Better Peters. than you taking in Peters. <laughs> Got to be careful of the Peters. <sighs> okay. Beware so. of the Peters. <laughs> so Mr. Dick Peters. His name was Mark. Somewhere between Ohio and Tennessee. <laughs> And where's Mark place? Peters has a cabin. All right. Or, All right. Yeah, whatever. So anyway, Mark Peters takes Glenn Rogers in and allows him to live at his home prior to October 1993 when Mark Peters re- was reported missing along with his car and, seven, and several valuable personal items, including, including antique guns and a collection of coins. Uh, oh, the coin looks, collection. Uh, that looks suspicious. That's pretty suspicious. Glenn Rogers had disappeared as well about this time. And it was reportedly his brother, Clay, Gay Clay. Gay Clay? Gay Clay. Who led police to search the family cabin for clues. Got Scooby on that shit. <laughs> Leading to the discovery of Peter's skeleton. Well, Jesus Christ, how long did they fucking wait to look? 
Couldn't smell him. You need to pray away, gay clay. <laughs> Uh, which was found bound to a chair and covered by a pile of furniture. I wonder ah, if they, see, they see. I wonder if they suspect a foul play. <laughs> they did when they Probably found. Had to wait for an autopsy. <laughs> well, you know, you got you, you never know what happens. See, you can be stuck under furniture for days. I, <laughs> I, I, I've, I've been stuck under. I've furniture. seen I've seen that show hoarding, and I can <laughs> yeah. concur with that. Yeah, you can. Um, <clears throat> I was stuck under a rocking chair. I bet you for three weeks. <laughs> But were you tied to it? That's the question. No, I I was rocking and I went too far. It flipped over. I hate that when that happens. Yeah, you know you and, and you know if you have a dog like Lassie or something, that motherfucker he'll go out and get help. Oh yeah. You got a cat? Cat just stands there and yeah. looks at you. Well, because she's waiting on you, you to die, die so you can, so eat. can eat you. So, so. Glenn, at the time, Glenn was dating a 40-year-old woman, so at least it's age-appropriate now. Yeah. Her name was Liz. Was she red in? She was red in the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, he claims... saying for that red snatch. Yeah, well, would you think that one of those women that he dated was a stepchild? It'd have to be. Well, so, in that instance, him beating her would have been... Like beating him with his stepchild. <laughs> acceptable. Yes. Yeah. Not kicking in a... No, you don't click him. He claims. No, we do not approve of vagina kicking. <laughs> okay. He we oppose that, and we are going to have T-shirts made up. He claims he killed her and buried Save. her in the desert, Nevada. <laughs> Save a vagina today. Her body's never been recovered. You have like a boot, a picture of a boot going into a vagina with a big, uh, you know, cross in it. Like yeah, you'd have to have a little star, like you know, yeah. like they do in Batman, like bong or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh, you know, you can make it like the boots with the with the spurs on them. Oh, yeah. And only show the spurs sticking out. Yeah. And then a big axe to it. <laughs> yeah. No vagina kicking. Okay. We're opposed to Well, I appreciate the PSA. What, like you could have, the guy would have one leg in the air and the woman would be raised yeah. up off the ground. That's not cool. Let's turn the page. Yeah, oh, we, oh, we oh, are oh. anti-vagina. <clears throat> we're the anti-vagina kicking coalition. I appreciate that. <laughs> so... <laughs> A V K C. Yeah, A V K C. A back. Okay. It's us. <laughs> Glenn. Oh, this is my favorite. You mock us, but yeah. No, wait a minute. Here we go. This is going to be your new favorite. But thing the next too. time you get the first time you get kicked in the vagina, you'll be all about mm-hmm. joining our group. Yeah, oh, I'm not getting kicked in the vagina for representation. Yeah. Well. Okay, so Glenn was arrested. We'll be like, sort of oh, like the love the, of Christ. We'll be like the guardian angels of vaginas. <laughs> yeah, we, we are to protect. We are the vagina protectors. Yeah, you know what? I'm I gonna, will lay my life down for a vagina. I'm gonna get a. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you have <laughs> a hairy safety pin. <laughs> you should. So everybody knows that vagina is safe with me. Yeah. Are we good? <laughs> yeah, we're good. Okay, got all that out. Because this is my new favorite thing. Oh, okay. So, this lady, Liz, she had red hair. He he claims he killed her and buried her. What's her name? Liz. All right. Claims he killed her and buried her in the desert. They could never confirm that. Glenn was arrested for assault with a deadly weapon in Los Angeles, California. He had beat an elderly man over the head with a mannequin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is probably what was handy, I imagine. Wow. (laughs) You used what you got. Wow. It's better than beating a mannequin over the head with an elderly man. I guess. Am I right? Well, like the whole mannequin? Because those things are awkward. Like the, the torso. Well, not if you arm. grab them by the ankles. 
Yeah, you could have swung it. Yeah, but those legs come off. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you know. Well, then you just, you know, you're left with it's just a then torso. Then you just adjust. Yeah. So Glenn served 36 days in prison for that. In early September. Assault with a mannequin? You only get 37 <laughs> days? Assault, assault with a deadly, with a deadly weapon. Assault with oh. a deadly mannequin. Yeah. Uh, in early September 1995, Glenn was arrested again for beating his new redhead girlfriend, mm-hmm. Teresa Myers. He's got a thing for redheads. This guy couldn't get. I wonder if blondes would just not piss him off so much. Because you know, redhead. And I got. In fairness to Glenn, most redheaded women. Because we want to be fair to Glenn. This guy. Most redheaded women that you're going to run into, they got attitudes. Okay. They got attitudes. So because he was still on probation, Glenn should have received a two and a half year sentence for the beating. Because Timmy knows that. Because you know he knows all that shit about criminal law. Mm Uh, however, the judge was unaware of the previous sentence, and he was released on time served of two days. Dos dias. Dos dias. Well, it wasn't like he beat a brunette. Well, and you gotta you gotta figure that he probably you know they probably left him out the third day after breakfast, so he probably got seven meals out of it. Yeah. On September 29th, nineteen ninety five, Glenn met Sandra Gennel Gallagher. A 33-year-old <laughs> white female. Say that three times, Timmy. <laughs> Say it once. At a bar in Van Nuys, uh, suburb of Los Angeles. California. Uh, he raped and stabbed her. <laughs> what? It's in California. It, it is. It's, it's yeah. a suburb of California. Which yeah. is on the other side of Indiana from here. Yeah. He's, West of Nevada. Yes. He raped and stabbed Why her. Could, you know what's always weird to me? Is that you know that Reno God. is farther west than San Diego. Isn't that fucked up? I did not know that. Yeah, because you know how um, you know how Nevada pushes into push, California. Yeah, pushes out west, and then uh, the, oh yeah, yeah, and then, and then California Southern California comes, in, comes yeah. in. Yeah, that's fucked up. It's fucking fascinating. It Jesus is fascinating. Christ. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's great. Too. You, you can learned, win. You can win beers on that. Ask which someone time, who's farther west, Reno or every time I do a podcast, which I learn something to me. And now, um, when we was doing the Hybra podcast without the devil, we was learning all kinds of stuff. I'm a fountain of knowledge. Go yeah. ahead. But since I came back, we have to have a 20-minute dissertation on vagi- vagina mutilation. We are opposed to that. We are opposed and, to that. We and, are very anti-vaginal. And that's why I said, I don't know why you had to give it a episiotomy. Just let it push we, real hard. We are, a bit our tear. goal for 2017 is going to bring it to be bring about awareness of vagina kicking. If okay. It, is it, if, We're going to wear hats. Is, is it a big thing? I mean, kicking vaginas? No. We're going to wear vagina hats. <laughs> we are. <laughs> We're going to wear it to crime con. Wait a minute. Don't they have vagina masks that you can get? We do. Yeah. We can get one of those. And they, it smothers me, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be smothered by no vagina. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no. Not let, so, you know, unless you're paying for it. Right. All right. So, getting back on topic for just a few minutes so he rapes and stabs her in the pickup truck after she offered him I'm just saying if the woman squirts she should tell you that's all <laughs> after you she... know what I mean you don't you don't spring that on somebody <laughs> you, you know come, you, 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 there's only it's only a 10% to do it right? it's like you could wear say, I think it's like 9.5% or something I don't know but we, you, so you're going into it assuming that she doesn't right I guess you could safely assume that. Yeah, you, you, you got a 91.5 percent, whatever chance that, that she's not. But if she is, she she's obligated to tell you. 
Well, I think they should have tattoos. <laughs> No. That's well, never... I'm just saying there should be some disclosure. <laughs> well, I guess it seems that you've had a bad experience to me. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that it's, uh, I, I just, you I know. It's... One and a half pages of shit <laughs> that I was supposed to read, and I can't fucking get through it because all he wants to do is talk about. You got him on vaginas. Once you get, yeah, once you get to me on a vagina, you can't get him off. Okay. Well... Please, please continue, Brandy. This topic. <laughs> Let's get back to Glenn Rogers. Yeah, can we? Yeah. Serial God, killer. The Casanova amazing. killer. The Casanova. I thought he was a Bossa Nova killer. No, Casanova. <laughs> Close. All right, so he picks up this girl in Van Nuys. He rapes her, stabs her in, the pick, in her pickup truck after she offers him a ride home from the bar that they met. After the murder, Glenn sets the truck on fire and leaves the scene. One week later, Glenn meets 34-year-old Linda D. Price, a red-haired, a red-haired divorcee, at a state fair in Jackson, Mississippi. Jesus Christ, he's everywhere. Uh, they move in together after a short you period should of never, time. You should never uh, move in together with someone you meet at a state fair. No, 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 no. no. On November 3rd, 1995, not hearing from her for a week, Price's family went to the apartment and found her mutilated body in the bathtub. <laughs> uh, so he's off, the, he's off the chain now. Yeah, excuse me. Well, here we go. Brother Clay, because he seems like a rap fucker. He just wants everybody. He Clay's wants, on the case, man. Clay, Clay's a little prick, yeah. Yeah, Clay seems kind of like he, a rap fuck, but anyway. But he's gay. He says, okay. I don't think that has anything to do with it. There's nothing wrong with that. They can no. be tenacious, though. I got I got a couple <laughs> gay ones myself, and I, they can be tenacious when they think they're right. Well, Clay said, Clay. Clay says Glenn called his mother the Gay night Clay. of the murder. Gay Clay. Uh-huh. Or Brother Clay or whatever. Gay Clay. Okay, so he calls his... So Glenn... God damn it. So Clay says that Glenn called his mother the night of the murder and left a message on her machine. While spanking Linda Price's naked body, he said, I did it again. She was a bad girl, Oops. but I'm making her pay I for did it. it again. Just like you made us pay, Mommy. Oh, so he's leaving voicemails to his mom while he's spanking this poor girl. This, uh, uh, yes, and I believe she is dead at yeah. this Ooh, point. Spanking the Here's dead. Here's my monkey. favorite though. That's how many like... times? How many times do you think Clay listened to that? Why is he listening to his mother's <laughs> answering machine? Why is he around at his mother's house? So I, I, I don't see no point of spanking someone that's already dead. Well, that's like beating you don't the dead see whore. the point. <laughs> beating a dead Why beat the dead whore? Horse. Okay, so the next day, Glenn, no, we know that she was probably a fine young lady. He met her at the state fair and went that <laughs> probably at the 4-H exhibit or something. Could be. The next day, Glenn takes a bus from Louisiana to Tampa, Florida. That's quite. Right. On November seventh, nineteen ninety-five, Glenn met Tina Marie Cribs uh, at thirty-four in a bar and bought her a drink. She was later found stabbed to death in a motel room. This is gross. The toilet in the room was filled with. Massive turds floating in the red and purple water, similar. Oh, we had bloody stool. Similar oh. to that found oh, at the Linda Price crime what, scene. Oh wait, 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 wait! So he's leaving a trail of turds. Evidently, the Rogers family said that Glenn never flushed the commode, and after the murder, Roger flees the scene in Cribs' vehicle and heads to Bossier. City, Louisiana. See, now that uh, that should get you arrested. Because, are they supposed to float like that? Because if you're not flushing, they can use that for DNA. Oh, yeah. 
If anybody wants to take a sample. <laughs> and it's bloody, you said? It's, uh, he's got the bloody story. He might have colon cancer. Here's what I want to know is. <laughs> they need to save his life. Where's the purple come from? Red and purple water. Yeah. yeah. He's got the bloody stool. He may have colon cancer. They needed to find him right away. <laughs> but what yeah, is that's, the, that's the most You need a colonoscopy right away. What's the purple coming from? I, I don't know. Maybe Barney did something. I don't <laughs> know. Kill Barney. A fucker killed Barney. Oh, that's gross. Great Not flushing the toilet. Yeah, he doesn't like to flush the toilet, so he leaves. Oh, it's a, it, it does take a lot of effort, I guess. He <laughs> needed a self flush. He leaves here. floaters in the pipe. <laughs> Ain't no, oh, did, that, did your boys ever have that problem of the flushing? Um, my boys, they would try to flush. Yeah, the, my boys would have them that. Did when they were little, could you see where they're like colon bent? They would be so damn oh, big. Please, let's not talk about you this. You can see the really? curve in it. Because we just sat and talked about mutilated vaginas. <laughs> oh, I don't want to talk about, about uh, stool. Please, please continue. <laughs> <Charlie>. <laughs> we that in my we're anti stool. Well, it, it becomes a piece of evidence for him because well, I he bet has, it becomes a large piece of evidence for him. He them. has this pattern of not flushing, and it comes back to haunt him because it leads right to. Right to uh, his arrest. Well, yeah, when you leave a trail of shit behind <laughs> it, it. Here we go. Uh, On November 9, 1995, Glenn murders another woman he had picked up at a bar in her apartment in Boisea City, Louisiana. Andy Giles Sutton, a 37-year-old white female, was discovered on her punctured waterbed. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, he punctured her waterbed. With oh, stab man. wounds by yeah, her roommate. A, you know, it's, it takes forever to get that water out. And this is where I think we got a little bit of air in the script here. It's <laughs> the same feces found in the toilet that was found at the Price and brought it with him. I don't understand. <laughs> the same feces. But it was the same. It was this, from the same source. <laughs> Inspector Clouseau, does that <laughs> corn look familiar to you? It was from the same source. Okay. Did he have He's dropping wherever he kills somebody. I don't know. Yeah, does that make you like... This guy's a shitstorm. <laughs> Literally. So he well, leaves... I mean, you, you kill someone, you you you, uh, you you ripped up their water bed, you mutilate them, you might as well take a dump while you, before you leave. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to get stop on, 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 on the road. Yeah, he that's was gross. nothing if not efficient. <laughs> but I guess it just kept him regular. So. Why wasn't he known as like the Casanova pooper or something? I don't understand. And this does not make him a Casanova. Well, I, obviously, he's in need of stool softening. Let's all agree on that. He was the turd terror. If he's so, got bloody stool, even bloody stool, he's in need of stool softener. Stool softener, so, so, yeah. some more fiber and some more water. Just yeah. So now Glenn Lee, I don't know where the purple comes from. No, I'm got, we got to get on WebMD. Well, that's what I'm saying. Purple he needs stool. a colonoscopy to get, that, to get it checked out because he might be, you know, he might be on borrowed time. <laughs> well, he leaves Louisiana and heads to Kentucky. He returns home to visit his family where, only four days. Where purple stool is not is really not that unusual, <laughs> yeah, right? And it's welcomed, right, for the most part. So he goes to visit his family after the Sutton murder. Aware of his past, family members alerted police to his presence, which resulted in a high-speed pursuit that ended in Waco, Kentucky. So he did an OJ on. In, in, uh, only he went faster, yeah. Yeah. Now, when police interviewed him on November 13, 1995, and told him they were looking for him for the murder of five people, he requested an attorney. But before requesting such attorney, 
he seemed to be indifferent to the severity of his crimes and admitted to 70 murders. <laughs> Can I use the bathroom now? <laughs> yeah. he's, uh, on November 21st, he's charged with endangering a police officer and criminal mischief <laughs> and toilet wrecking. Well, that's all they had him for in Kentucky. Yeah. Right. Now, on April 30th, Kentucky Governor Paul Patton signed an order extraditing Glenn to Florida to face murder charges. While waiting trial in Florida, um, and again in October, and again in November, forensic psychologist Robert Berlin conducted tests on Glenn and diagnosed him with chronic psychotic disturbance. Okay. And bloody stool. Wait a minute. So. And a. So I googled. Uh, and so I and googled. Hemorrhoids. My poop is purple. Okay. And evidently that was a thing because it came up and finished it for me. Okay. Mm. So, it can be caused by eating green leafy vegetables. No. Oh. Or foods with green or purple food coloring. Uh, so he oh, was okay. probably eating greens. Well, and then eating a lot of vegetables. So he drank a lot of Kool Aid. What causes white? You know that white stool. That would fucking freak you out, wouldn't it? If, if you well, had white no, stool. Well, no, that's a problem. If you have white stool, that's a bigger. We've white had these stools, stool, these stools discussions. Before. That's a pancreas thing. Well, hold on. White and fuzzy. My poop is white and fuzzy. Oh my god! If it's fuzzy, <laughs> that's what just popped up here. My poop is white and fuzzy. Okay, my poop is white. It's caused by a lack of bile, which may indicate a serious underlying problem. Uh, let's see. Bile is a digestive. I guess unless you're a dog, because dogs poop white sometimes, don't they? No. Well, uh, Rudy don't. Bile is I've a, seen as white a digestive. Poo on, the, on the sidewalk. Well, when before. it dries up. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's dried. Bile is a digestive fluid produced by the liver and stored in the gallbladder. Mm hmm. So if your poop is white, please see a doctor. See a doctor right away. Yeah, They are not normal. You may have a problem with the drainage of your... Pancreas or liver. Bilinary system. Okay, that's good enough. We don't have to go into too much detail on this. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, so anyway, let me I get... I'd like for our listeners to be informed. Let but, me get uh, to what this his doctor does. I want to know what happens if it's white and furry. It gives him <laughs> some tests. Find out for us. And, get back and the Winchler test showed evidence of brain damage... As well really? as Glenn's IQ being 76. There we go. Six points above retardation. And yes. Well, you know, if you, do I have to say it? What's that? If, if he was lower, he'd be full retard. And what? <laughs> you can't go full retard. Correct. You, can't, you just can't do it. So anyway, on May 7th. 1997, eight-day trial ended. The jury found him guilty of murder in the first degree at Tina Cribs. He received the death penalty, specifically the electric chair, where they would pack his ass with cotton gauze so he did not soil himself after being murdered. In October 1998, Glim was the first convicted killer to be extradited from death row in one state to be tried for murder in another. Sentenced to death in Los Angeles in 1999 um, after for the first-degree murder of Sandra Gallagher. So this guy got multiple death sentences oh, in yeah. different states. That's, he, but a, he, he'd rather be in California with the death penalty oh, than Oh, yeah, Florida. it's a wonder they let him do that because, you know, you could wait for years in California without... Oh yeah, years. Florida. Your appeal is yeah. you yelling at the judge as they walk you yeah. down the hall. Uh, it's yeah, like, <laughs> they, they fry. They put you in an express lane down there. <clears throat> now on July seventeenth, nineteen ninety nine, since the death in California, but in two thousand and twelve, a documentary, "My Brother the Serial Killer," claimed that Glenn Rogers was responsible for the Nicole Brown 
Simpson and Ron Goldman killing. The documentary, uh, which aired in 2012, on investigation discovery, did not include an interview with Rogers himself, but prominently features, guess who? Gay Clay. Gay Clay. According to the show, Nicole Hyde... There's actually a show called My Brother is a Serial Killer. (laughs) Yeah. They, Nicole hired him to paint the house in 1994 while he was living in Los Angeles. Glenn claims that he and Nicole Brown Simpson partied together. See, I don't see Nicole Brown Brown partying with this guy. You know, no. the guy's got bloody stool. Purple stool. You know, stool. he's kicking people in the vagina. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't see her You got to protect your vagina around Glenn. Oh, yeah, you got to. You Plus, she wasn't a redhead. Yeah, so... Now, Glenwood reportedly provide receipts to cops to show that he was working as a house painter in Los Angeles when well, Brown was murdered. That. He may have worked. He may have painted their house. I just don't see them partying together. I think that's bullshit. Yeah, and he, he gave a detailed account of the murder to criminal profile Anthony Mioli. In uh, 2012, Sensei.com reported that Glenn also knew O.J., who paid Glenn to steal a pair of earrings... From Nicole Simpson's house. Hmm. It has been speculated that Simpson never floated Rogers as a possible culprit to investigators since he didn't want his own dealings with Rogers exposed. See, and I don't buy that because if you're on if you're on trial for murder. Well, there was no big turd. They didn't find no big turd. <laughs> well, you're on <laughs> if trial. If the turd don't fit, you must have quit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you're on trial for murder, if you're OJ Simpson. And you had this guy go in and steal something from your ex-wife. I'd sell him yeah. out. Yeah, you'd That's sell him out. Man. Yeah, and say, hey, this is the wacko that's been killing people right. and dro- dropping deuces all over the well, place. Well, and you don't take <laughs> off going 30 miles an hour the at 405. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I, I don't... I, I, yeah, he may, he may have painted her house. Now, investigators but. have been skeptical of Glenn's claim, and uh, he's never been charged, of course, and he's currently on death row in California, well, he probably, I don't know if they've convicted anybody in, or executed anybody in the they last hundred years. They haven't like NOM. Um, and but he had, has he had a colonoscopy yet? Um, I'm sure he probably has by somebody in that prison. All right. Uh, so he awaits on death row. got the colonoscopy. Brandy, your final thoughts on Glenn Rogers, the Casanova killer. He's gross. He's just gross. Uh, Charles, your final thoughts on Glenn Rogers, the Casanova killer? Well, I just think it's not he. He does two things that are just societally not kosher to me. Okay, vagina you, kicking. You can't leave a floater in somebody's house. That's <laughs> <laughs> no. just not right. I mean, you don't leave a floater there. Well, seriously though, if you have to make a major transaction and you're staying over at somebody's house, don't you leave? Like, do you make the major transaction while you're there? No. People leave. Well, apparently Where'd this happened go? after the after he killed him. To himself. McDonald's. Well, I, this is after he killed him. But I'm with you. I, I, I don't even go to McDonald's. I, that's why I never leave my house. Right. You should only <laughs> you should only uh, do certain things at your ha- uh, your house only. Not no one else. Don't no visitors. No one you murder, especially anyone you murder. Don't 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 do that there. Now I'll tell you what and happened to me. And if you do, me. by all means, flush. <laughs> this did happen to me. I would think, what's his aversion to flushing? <laughs> Apparently, too much effort. I guess I was at a Christmas party, and I went into the bathroom. Uh-huh. All right, and I noticed just a hint, just a hint of what had been there before me. 
But I look down, the water looks fine, looks all clear, and, you know, I just got to do a number one, so right. I'm all okay. And I do it, and I flush, and everything backs up, and the water spills out onto the floor. <laughs> and you're the last one in there. Yeah, you are. Yeah. So you, you owe that deuce. No, nope. you know what I did, Timmy? Whoever dropped this here needs to come and get it. <laughs> no, I just waited a few minutes. Peeked out the door to see if anybody was looking around, and just eased my way out the bathroom door and act like nothing ever happened. And then you know what? You should, the next step should have been. What's that? Say, has, did did Joe get back from the restroom yet? <laughs> yeah. Perfect cover. We, we had to when my grandmother had her heart attack. We were at we had to go to Bethesda Hospital, and she was in there, and she's of course not. She had gotten. Um, much more she was delusional and she's you know had all kinds of dementia and so and she was just mean and surly and she didn't mm. want to be in the hospital and she's yelling and screaming at everybody and and she's looking at me and and she's brandy i have to go to the bathroom and i'm like well granny you know you have a catheter in mm-hmm. you can go pee i have to go to the bathroom i'm like and you know first of all, i'm sitting there asking my grandma do you have to go number one or number two right like well, I have to go to the bathroom. And I said, Granny, you have a catheter in. I'll go out and shit in the yard if you don't get somebody in here. So we had to call this poor little PCA in to come three times and put the pan under her. Well, she wouldn't go. She was just being obstinate. She wouldn't go, but she's screaming at me, I'll go shit in the yard. And I'm like, well, I'd pay good money to see that, but we're not doing it today. She oh. Now, we were staying at a, uh, a nice hotel in downtown Chicago when the boys was little. <laughs> Logan, we used to call him Logie Logs. Right. Because the son bitch, he was only two foot tall, mm-hmm. and the boy could drop one that was a foot and a half long. I know. And uh, he clogged the toilet in the hotel. Now, there ain't no walking away from a clogged toilet in a hotel. No. Because that's your room. You're going to be there for the next five days. I had to call maintenance. And I told Renee, you you know what? You deal with this shit. You call maintenance. I'm going down to the vending area. I ain't going to be nowhere near. That's why if you got to go number two, you go to the lobby. Go to the one in the lobby. That, that, I learned that from yeah. yeah from then on. Logan did it at a wedding one time at a church. Well, my friend was getting married. Logan tells me I got to go to the bathroom. And he dropped another Logie logger, just a dragon, in this toilet at the church. They clogged up the church toilet. Yeah, seeing it. My oldest child clogged up children's hospitals toilet. <laughs> and they got powerful flushes. Just down saying. There. Yeah. I see I went out and bought one of those to- My parents have things those. that you can flush that commercials say twelve golf balls. Yep. Since then, ain't yeah. Nary had a problem. Nary a problem. Nary, Nary a problem. problem. All right, Colonel, what's your final thoughts on Glenn Rogers, the Casanova killer? Well, I just don't believe you kick people in the hoo house, Timmy. That's all. The shit and bandit. And you know what? If you would have stayed away from those redheaded women, I know Charlie's going to jump in here and say, rah, 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 rah. But you know what? That just proves my point that redheaded women got bad attitudes because I'm going to say something. Charlie's going to get all nasty about it. It will show she got a bad attitude. All right, Colonel. Let's get the shout outs. Do you now got shout outs? hurry. It's uh, time for me to Did go. you do your shout outs? Yes, I did. Oh, did okay. I, yeah, I did. Right? I did shout outs for Patreon. No, I didn't. No. I am so sorry. You useless fuck. How do you think anybody... I am so sorry. Let me do my Patreon shout-outs, Colonel. Um, Get off my (laughs) Patreon. 
Why did you let me uh, do this whole podcast without doing Patreon shoutouts first? I did not know what you were doing. We would like to thank our Patreon supporters. Uh, if you would like to support us and the arts, yeah, please or uh, just us, <laughs> yeah, please uh, go t- uh, check us out on Patreon. That's Patreon.com/slash/HistoryDweebs. You can give a little, you can give a lot, or you can give how much? Oh, just a wee little bit to me. Just it all helps us um, stay on the air. So thank you very much for those of you who have contributed and those who you would like to contribute. Again, p- Patreon.com/slash/HistoryDweebs. Those who support our uh, podcast include Alicia and Chip, Brandy McBride, Lise over in Norway. Colonel, you said she was in Denmark. You don't know what the fuck you're talking Kacha's about. Katja's in Norway or something. Katja is in Denmark. Denmark, yeah. Amber Scoville, Jahara, lovely Jahara, who's Minnesota, who Miami Dolphins are in the playoff hunt. In the hunt, if they don't, if the Broncos don't knock them out. Jahara's got the flu, so we hope Jahara feels better. We do. Uh, Andrew uh, Happ, Mandy uh, Swanson, Jennifer Siemens and her son Hunter and mother Linda, Big Angelo, uh, Bridget Clavey, Cindy Lou, uh, Charlie, Rudy. So who am I missing, Colonel? Leslie Hagar. We missed her that uh, We did miss her the last time. Sorry, Leslie. She's uh, very generous. Thank you all. You're all very generous, and thank you for supporting the podcast. Now the colonel has his shout-out list. I got mine. Of course, we always start with the lovely Tasha. Tasha, how are you? Jeff Gardley, Sam Hildebrand, and Jennifer and Linda, of course. Missy Dean Horton, Britt and Chris, Celine, Jeff Chestnut, Dr. Jeff. Dr. Jeff. Hell yeah. Teresa Slavin. Ask him our poop questions. Tommy Boomashine. Tommy Boom Boom. Chanda and Larry, of course. Um, Clark and Diane Trowbridge. We got Colton and Phyllis Munson. The lovely Aaron Wentz. The bad natured, hot tempered Italian Donna Curran. Wow. That is um, not nice. Donna is a very nice lady. She's a very nice lady, but I bet she got a terrible temper. Brian and Lisa Lawton. Olivia Meyer. We got our two little lovelies here, Fallon and Katya. Yes. Uh, Bridget Clavey. Did you give Tasha a shout-out? Huh? Did you give Tasha a shout-out? Tasha? Tasha, yeah, Tasha. I start with Tasha every... Yeah, you th- usually ask me who do we start with, and you didn't this time. Because you're over there playing with your phone. No, I was, oh. looking, I was working on my oh, list. Yeah. Working on your list, ass. Bridget Clavia, of course. Byron Snelling. And you know what? He got on me for his, getting his name wrong. So from now on, he's just going to be Denny Mac to me. No, it's Denny McNamara. Denny I don't McNamara. know how you got... What did you call him? I called him McFarlane for some reason. He, he screwed it up. Yeah, Denny I, McNamara I don't know how I did from that. Cincinnati. That's what it was. John McNamara from, used to be the Reds. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah that's it. William acts. Uh, Gina Spillane, Trixie, of course, crazy Trixie. Mickey Spillane. Um, Stephanie Quick, Sydney and Michael over there with the Wonder Dog. Out there in California. They probably knew of, uh, they probably knew of Mr. Rogers. I mean, he's out there painting houses and killing people and dropping deuces. Oh, yeah, dropping deuces. Jamie Tarantino, of course. Yes. Laura O'Reilly, Gabby Lewis, John Cunningham. Tara Bond Gene Bond 
Lydia. We got uh, Brandy McBride, of course. Maggie Glover, Jeff Appel, Christine. Bourgeois. All We're right. Facebook friends now. Mary Ray. I saw that. She's Marvin Hammond. And come on, Katie. Moorhead. Moorhead. Katie Moorhead. Lord. Rebecca. How do you like working with 12-year-olds? <laughs> Rebe- that never gets old. It never gets old. Rebecca Matanley. That's your opinion. <laughs> Michael Eisenhower. Danielle Fredrickson, of course. Uh, let's see who else we got. Kelsey Fro. I don't believe I've ever given Kelsey a shout-out before. Um, Aunt, um, Valerio Bishop. Nancy Palomino Jalapeno Papa. Okay. Okay. Kim Kazmersky Kamikaze. Jennifer Hawkins. And Tara Nee. She been getting on me. I ain't even trying this last name. Chonquir. That was probably not even close. Tara, Ch- Tara Nee Chonquir. Tell me if I got anywhere close. Chonquir. Wow. Chinchilla. Tara Nee Chinchilla. Yes. Continue, Carl. I bet that's her name, Chinchilla. <laughs> Tara Chinchilla. <laughs> Lindsay O'Brien McMillan. Uh, Sonyana, Eddie Rushing, Yo Handler, Sammy James, my buddy Jason Dykes, Amy Carol Payne, Tyra Jenkins, of course, Carlene Madsen, Alan Dobbs, uh, Peter Former, Daniel Fredrickson, Christian Dormer, Little M. Waterfall, who. AM. Uh, no, don't be nice to him. She was bad mouthing our shows while the no, devil was in here. She just said she missed Brandy. Susan Angles. Christine Godley Davidson, um, Annette, and and I want you to listen up closely here, Annette, Annette Petray. From the Bronx. From the Yo, Bronx, Rocks. yeah. She's from the Bronx, but wants me to get her name right. <laughs> so, anyway, Steph, Glenn, um, Christina, who we, of course, like, Christina Montana, Maria Barber, um, Jennifer Potts, Cindy Overstreet Hamilton, Paul Manpilly, Mike Arnold, Melissa Lebrano, Brittany Powell, our two favorite Heathers, Heather Hall, Heather Poole. We got a new listener this week, Timmy, Ann, or new to the page, Ann. Welcome, Ann. Um, Jeff Hopkins, John Janke, Lise, you already got her, our, Kevin. Yes, from Norway. Behan, Carol Nash, Sheila May. You know, I wonder how Canute's doing. We haven't heard from him. In we a while. haven't heard from him. Canute, if you're still listening, uh, get a hold of us. Get a hold of us, Canute. Heather Marshall, um, Susanna Sheldon, Caroline Stoffel, Ramoni Danger Howard, Genesis Alicia, Michael Daniel, Jen Moyer, Jessica Bishop, of course, Liz Evans. How you doing, hey, Liz? Um, Brenda Deutsch, Stacy Lynn. Jeffrey Dolan, Maureen Buckwald, Marion Buckwald, Jennifer Miller, Toby Deese, Susanna Sheldon, uh, Callie Jones. Another new one we got this week is Brandy Willis Deese. Welcome hey, to Brandy, the page, welcome Brandy. Welcome to the page. Andy Smizer, Gigi, and Norma DiMaggio. Now we get into last but never least the Colonel's crew. All right. And that is, of course, Angie Ball, uh, my true trusted, two trusted confidants, Nicola and Allie. 
little Sarah, Sarah Spaghetti, Sarah Mimosa. Allie and Charlie have a new and podcast Charlie. episode out, Insight, about Circleville, Ohio. Yeah, I want to listen to that one. That Me one looks too. interesting. Check out Insight, folks. Um, Karen Barnes. And we got a big uh, her birthday today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Janet Fitzgerald. Today is her birthday. Oh, today is her birthday. Happy birthday. Miss Fitzgerald, happy happy birthday to you. You Absolutely. look she appears to be 26, 27 Very lovely to me. young lady. Yep. Um our other Irish last, Frances Darton. Yes. And Tara Nees and I are Dublin. You need too. to apologize to all of our uh, Irish listeners. I will all not. All of our listeners. I will not. What about home, uh, John Holmes. John Holmes? Big John Holmes. Jessica Williams. Amanda Bocciball, Shannon, lovely Tiffany, Monica D. Hagostino, she's lovely too. Scotty J., not quite so lovely. Um, did you say Teresa Slavin? I did. Angela okay. Cobes, um, lovely girl. And Radika Smith. All right. So Is that we got, it? Yeah, we got a bunch Beverly. of them. Beverly? No, I, that's it for the Colonel's group. Okay. And then we got our two, the, Lady Beverly. Oh, my God, I know. And, of course, the lovely Dottie Scott. Yes, thank you all for listening very much. Brandy, where can people find us? Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Yeah, we have two pages, History Dweebs, and then the page where we interact with all of our listeners, that's History Dweebs, the podcast. Um, join the group, uh, and all the folks we mentioned here are on that page. They're all a lot of fun, and we interact with you, so... Join us. That's History Dreams, the podcast on Facebook. iTunes. iTunes. If you uh, please uh, listen to us on iTunes, please leave us a review. If you leave us a positive review, we will uh, mention it on the air next time. If you leave us a negative one, not so much. You can kiss my ass if you leave <laughs> okay. us a negative okay. one. Uh, Stitcher, Libsyn. Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, at History Dweebs one and you can follow Chuck at... At Hawk Walters. At Hawk Walters. Okay, thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. We'll see you all again next time. You can time. tell us after 3 o'clock. Timmy's got to get home. <laughs> we'll see. Right. It's cold as a mother out, too. We'll see you all next time on History Dweeds. Good day, listeners. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 